At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Good evening, this is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington from 105.9 The Radiator. It's the Rocket Shop, and I am your host, Tom Proctor. With me tonight, it gives me great pleasure to welcome Sad Boy Julius. Hello. Hello. How's it going this evening? Uh, it's really good. Uh, about to get a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I like the spirit. Um, I hope you've been coping well in the heat. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a little bit sticky in the studio. Apologies for the lack of AC. No worries. Um, I'm sure you'll be heating this place up anyway in just a second. Uh, we always like kicking it off with a song, so we got for us. Uh, I have Tell Me, produced by my good friend Rick Vell. Okay, take it away. <laughs> What's it gonna take for you to run away? I get stuck overthinking, but I still tell you I'm okay. I made all the prescriptions, they help me figure out my pain. Now I'm making decisions that I would never ever make. Baby, tell me what you want. We can hit the town. I just bought another cup and I'ma sip it till I drown. I'm in love with how you taste, that's why I always bring you round. Made me feel like I'm okay, but I know it's only for now. Yeah, I don't wanna slow down. Hitting on the highway, I don't know where to go now. Outside your window, please pick up your phone now Nobody ever called me, cause I be on my own now Swear I am my hometown, roll up, I'ma smoke now They all think they know me, but I swear to God they don't now And I think I'm addictive, cause she don't leave me alone now I'm too committed, because I don't ever slow down Baby, what you need? I got what you want Put my city on the map, when I go back to Vermont I'ma shut everything down, everybody in my town Gonna wanna picture when they see me walking around so what's it gonna take for you to run away? I get stuck overthinking, but I still tell you I'm okay. Prescriptions, they help me figure out my pain. Now I'm making decisions that I would never ever make. Baby, tell me what you want. We can hit the town. I just bought another cup and I'ma sip it till I drown. I'm in love with how you taste, that's why I always bring you round. Made me feel like I'm okay, but I know it's only for now. Yeah. Shake it, dude. Um, well, it's always great to have a hip-hop artist in the studio. Thank you. Uh, um, there is kind of, it's a bit few and far between in, in terms of other artists in Burlington, in Vermont in general, when it comes to hip-hop. We've got a ton of jam bands, got a ton of, um, obviously indie rock and, and kind of everything in between as well, but really thin on the ground when it comes to hip-hop. How does that change the scene in terms of, you know, the other artists doing the sort of work that you're doing, collaboration, that kind of thing? Um, well, I mean, there is kind of a little bit of a scene. So, like, I feel like everyone just, like, collaborates, you know? There's no one, like, oh, I'm on this pedestal, I'm better than you. Everyone just collaborates and works because such a small scene, everyone's got to be on the same page. 
Yeah, for sure. And uh, does that mean you've worked with a, a lot of people, other people in Vermont that, that do? Uh, yeah, uh, some of my frequent collaborators are Northeast Youngin. He's a really good friend of mine out of Rutland. Uh, Conmac from down in my area, another really good friend of mine. Uh, Rick Vell, who made the beat, he's a producer from my area as well. Um, I mean, I've talked a little bit to Jax and like Ricky and all those guys, but I feel like those are like the, you know what I mean, the the bigger ones. I see. Yeah. Is it kind of the the intention to get onto that kind of level in a way? Most in, in a few years time. Most deaf. Because you're quite young, right? Yeah, I'm only 17 or 16, going to be 17. Right. So, um, how long have you been kind of putting your music out there, rather than kind of you know working workshopping it and working it within your own house and among your own friends so i've probably been putting music out for like four years but i've been working on it way longer than that i see yeah um so yeah i did read that you started at eight years old which is obviously quite a (laughs) half your life in fact yeah um the the music that you're creating at eight did it have similarities of what you're creating now or did you start in a completely different space and it this is kind of what it's evolved into? Uh, it's definitely evolved into this. I was like, I don't know, I thought I was like Eminem when I was nine. So I was like just four door four type stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, and yeah, how's that? How does that uh, evolve uh, in hip hop? I mean, I, I, again, hip hop is not really the genre that I know very much about. So in does everyone kind of start on that Eminem kick initially and then it ends up, you know, wherever else? Or is there kind of like a, a, a different path for each person? Uh, I feel like there's a different path for each person. I was like, I grew up listening to a lot of like lyrical rap and like boom bap type stuff, Biggie, Tupac. So that was like, that's what I was hearing. So that's what I wanted to create. But once I like grew up and started hearing like melodic stuff, I was like, I really like that. I see. And in terms of the, the skill set involved in changing your sound to match the sort of stuff you're listening to what's the learning process there um just a lot of like soaking things up you know hearing how certain artists do certain things and like adapting that to my own music and like i don't know just like listening to listening to a lot of music has definitely helped curate my sound and like i don't i don't know does that also in terms of because i mean eminem's got a lot of uh story-based uh songwriting or mm-hmm. at least he definitely did back in the in the past um, um, but you've got other, other groups that are definitely not in that kind of same genre and, or use that, you know, use their, their platform to storytell. It's more kind of, you know, in the club and it's, yeah. it's more of that kind of like party song moment song. Um, has that been kind of something that you've grown into yourself? Do you, do you tell a story when you write something or are you kind of more about the vibe or the energy of the atmosphere uh, for that one particular song? I'm definitely a vibe person, you know, cause I can make like, I can make like a million positive, like super club pop, like party yeah. songs. And I can also make like, like a acoustic song, like me crying on a song pretty much. Yeah. Um, and has you, have you ever kind of, um, branched out into into other genres has it always been oh yeah definitely um i i try to like be as versatile as i can i've like dipped my toes into like some pop punk some like rock kind of sound but it's like mainly the melodic rap for me right of course and when you collaborate is it is it ever been with uh, a band or musical instruments involved or has it always been kind of you got your beat and you've got your lyrics and you kind of go for it yeah more like beat and lyrics you just go for it i see um in terms of your beats, and you were mentioning, I can't remember who created, you said... Uh, my created, buddy Rick Vell. So Rick Vell. Yeah. Uh, so Rick Vell obviously collaborated with you in that last 
beat how does that work in terms of you two working together is it you come to with him with the lyrics and the kind of idea and then he crafts something around it or is he or has he got like kind of a uh an itunes full of beats that you're like okay i'm gonna take this one and then this one and then this one uh, it's definitely a little bit of both you know we've been like there's been times where we've both been like in the in the studio atmosphere and he's like just made a beat off rip and we've done stuff with that and then like that beat he sent me it like forever ago and i just found it in my email randomly and just made a song with it okay so just clear so you you knew this came through maybe listen to it first time around you're like no nah, i'm not never know what to do with that and then all of a sudden you kind of looking through emails again and boom yep this one actually makes a lot of sense yeah uh, does that happen quite often or is that kind of was that an oh yeah i definitely overlook a lot of beats because like i could listen to a beat while i'm in one headspace and then be in a completely different headspace a week later and be like oh that's perfect for what i'm trying to do right now yeah so you were mentioning headspace. Is there somewhere you need to specifically be in order to write? Or is this kind of just all day, every day kind of thing? I've talked to a lot of artists that their notes section and their the, the recordings on their phones, it's just whenever something pops up, they kind of write it down or, or record it. And some people just need that special place, either in the woods or in their house, where they, they that's where they sit down and write stuff. Um. So I definitely have, like... I can just write anywhere pretty much. Like I'll be on like car ride, I'll write something. You know, if I'm in the bathroom, I'll write something. Mm -hmm. If I'm like sitting down for dinner, I'll write something. Or I like if I hear a certain beat, uh, that'll just put me in a headspace to write the whole song and finish it right there. I see. How yeah. long does it typically take you? Uh, so anywhere from like an hour to like two days. It's okay. it all just depends on the the project that I'm working on. So fairly quick, and is that then done and dusted, or is that is there tweaks? Along yeah, the there's way? a lot of lot of demos, a lot of different processes. You know what I mean? I like to go back and make sure my mixes are perfect, and if I can't get it the way I want to, I'll send it to someone else to mix it. Right. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of this stuff you, you, you've been doing is it's also assuming self-taught as well. Like there's a lot of yeah. producing on your end that I'm assuming that you had to uh, get to. Uh, a certain proficiency before you're ready to kind of release it. Most what, what was that process like? When did you know that it was ready to kind of like throw out there or you were ready or skilled enough to throw it out there? Um, I feel like the first time I ever had that happen, I had like spent like maybe like 15 hours just watching YouTube videos on how to mix. And I like did something with my like EQ or not my EQ, my um, my mixer chart and it didn't clip. And I'm like, that's what I need. Boom. I bet that sounds good. And I just put it out. Yeah. Yeah. And how, I mean, how did that feel? What, and how did you put that out there as well? Uh, SoundCloud. That's, okay. that's like my, one of my main platforms. Love do you SoundCloud. get a lot of feedback from that or is it kind of throwing it into the ether? And um, I've had a couple songs that have like done, I don't really want to say numbers because they're amateur numbers compared to some people, but they've, they've definitely like got up there. But other times it's just, I put it out. I'm not a numbers guy. Just put the piece of art out and move on to the next. Okay. And do you take feedback from people within that community oh, yeah. and kind of adapt your own style for the, the next beats? Yeah, I'm very open-minded. I'll take criticism from anybody. Okay. As long as they somewhat know what they're talking about. Right, right. I mean, it's one thing that, you know, the common layman says <clears throat> something. It's quite another thing. It's someone you respect in, yeah. the, in the industry does. Um, well, I would love to hear another song. All so right. what have you got for us? Uh, this one's called Stardust. This is an unreleased from my upcoming project. It's still like very demo stages, but it's good enough. <laughs> Easy, why you doing so? Okay, Steezy. Smoke a cigarette to the face. 
Loving you was just my biggest mistake, I regret I've been stuck in my head, it's the wish I was dead But you're there in my bed, it's okay Feel like I'm dying and it's hard to escape I took that letter that you wrote me today But didn't have for crying in the bathroom I don't miss you baby, but I know that I had to Cause I might Fall apart of your arms I took like 60 milligrams of dust inside of the stars I know you kissing on my chain and taking pics from my cars But you don't want this day today cause I've been living with scars Hello, no one is available to take your call at this time Please leave a message after the tone Hey, um, I'm sorry, I know I said I won't call again, but I'm And I can get you anything, baby, what you want? Flights about to Cali, I'll get you out of a month Only for the real thing, baby What is you want? Cause this is sad boy summer And I'll leave you if I want That's what she said Why you hurt me, baby? I said I don't even know you mean the world to me, baby Think I'm upset Cause you been curving me lately I think you with someone else and that shit driving me crazy So I smoke a cigarette to the face Loving you was just my biggest mistake, I regret I've been stuck in my head, I still wish I was dead But you're there in my bed, it's okay Feel like I'm dying and it's hard to escape I took that letter that you wrote me today Ripped it in half while crying in the bathroom I don't miss you baby, but I know that I had to Stardust Stardust there by sad boy Julius so, uh, you mentioned you got an upcoming project. Yes. Creating the demo stages, this is part of that. So, yeah. this was part of that. Tell me a little bit more about that project. Um, it's been in the work for uh, almost like eight months now. It's called Thanks for Nothing. It's like my first actual EP that I'm proud of. So, I'm trying to put like as perfected as much as possible. All right. So, uh, you said it's the first EP you're proud of. Yeah. So, that suggests maybe other EPs prior to this. Oh, yeah. I've dropped, I think, like four or five projects from the span of like when I first started putting out music to like maybe two years ago. And then I just kind of work or focused on putting singles out because I felt that was better for to build a fan base, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems to be the, uh, the, the, the go to uh, way of going forward for a lot of musicians now, especially as most people don't listen to. EPs so much anymore. Most of. Um, what makes this one different? Why is this one special? Um, this one's special to me because, you know, I've dealt with a lot of hardships going through making it. You know, the songs mean a lot to me. They're all very personal. Whether it's stuff that I've gone through, stuff that I've seen other people go through, it's just all like a very personal project for me. Okay. And, um... And I, I'm, I'm assuming because you're spending such a long time on this one, the, the production value is going to be a lot higher. Is there anyone in particular that you've been really excited working with on this one? Uh, Brody McKeegan. He's the uh, engineer in Garden Avenue. He's a very, very, very respected hyperpop um, engineer, producer. He's an artist as well, but he's kind of like my, my golden ticket to the mixing. Nice. And, um, and w where is this at the moment and when do you expect it to be, to be ready? Um, I'm hoping I'll have all the final mixes back by like December. I want to get it out by like January. Okay. Uh, so uh, all in all, this is going to be a year plus project in the yeah. end. Okay. So which is very different to some of your other work, which is like really quite quick and, you know, two days to write. And then I'm assuming not too much longer to record and perfect and then kind of get out there. Yeah. Um, does that make it, I mean, obviously the songs are a lot more personal, but does that make this record... Would you consider this your debut, if you will? Um, I wouldn't really say like a debut, but like if you think of it as like a SWAT team, this is like the thing that's going to bust the door open. You know what I mean? And then everything after that are the AKs following it. Okay. <laughs> that's certainly the first time I've heard that analogy before on here. 
Um, um, just out of curiosity, uh, Sad Boy Julius, what, where's that name come from? Because you're AKA Cole, right? Yeah, I'm Cole. Um, Sad Boy Julius, Julius is my middle name and I've always very, I've always struggled a lot with mental health mm-hmm. and I feel like if I can put it in the name so people kind of know what they're getting into, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe it'll help someone relate to it more or maybe they'll be like, I don't want to listen to that. And you know? Yeah, or, you know, want to listen to that at certain times, yeah. you know, or, you know. Definitely. I feel like it's, or... <clears throat> being upfront and like a name is going to help me find a target audience, I think, or yeah. just in general. For sure. And um, is it being cathartic for you to write? Is this why you started writing it? Eight, yeah. Or has this been something that kind of, as you got older, you're like, actually, this is a really great way to kind of get my, my thoughts and feelings out there. I think subconsciously when I was younger, that's why I was doing it, but I didn't really figure that out until I was older. Yeah, I mean, eight's pretty young age to, to really for that thing to click. Yeah. Um, and so do you, you use songwriting as a, as, a, as a method to kind of, you know, calm down and... and yeah, most definitely. That's excellent. Do you have other... Is it the people you collaborate, do they approach it from the same direction or have they all got kind of their own impulses and reasons why they've kind of come to the table here? Uh, I feel like it's v- similar reasons, but everyone's got their own reasons. Right. Um, do you tend to collaborate with people who have that kind of same, same part of this genre? You know, uh, there's obviously a million different, uh, sections of hip hop and rap. Um, there is, you know, the more kind of emotional and, and thoughtful kind of rap. Is it, do they kind of work on those kind of areas as well? Or are they kind of dipping their toe into your water rather than you kind of swimming around in their pool? Uh, I feel like, I feel like they're definitely dipping their toes into my water because like, I, I don't know how I want to answer that. Sorry. Um, oh, it's all good. Um, so um, you come from uh, the north of Vermont, right? St. Albans. Yeah. So a bit, just a bit up the road. Um, has, I've noticed you, you referenced Vermont a few times in your songs already. Is the place you've grown up in, is that, is that a big influence in terms of the work that you do? Yeah. Um, I feel like anything to get out of St. Albans, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, I don't know, it's boring. It's like little drug town. You know, there's nothing really there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, you know, everywhere in Vermont's got his uh, uh, pluses and negatives. There's, oh, yeah. So, someone's a transplant here, you know. Uh, I guess it's probably a bit easier for me to see some of the, the good points. But, I mean, I guess if I grew up here at 16 years old, I'd probably want to get out like I did <laughs> with my own hometown. So yeah. um, is, there, is, there a, uh, is that the kind of prevailing... Uh, sentiment among your like friendship groups of like okay we we'll just want to get past 18 and then we can just get the hell out of here and, and go elsewhere yeah I feel like for, I feel like for a lot of like Vermont artists and in this like scene that's like the goal is to get out of Vermont like west or Atlanta that's where everyone's going I was gonna say the next question was gonna be where is where is the aim so LA or Atlanta or anywhere else is yeah it... maybe Arizona Arizona's got some good opportunities interesting I've never heard Arizona in terms of uh, a good ground for for music what's apart from for like you know uh you know your 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 country music and your kind of uh your desert rock kind of style so there's a there's a good scene down in in arizona for hip-hop yeah uh for a lot of like underground hip-hop like i feel like it's like like there is here like there's nothing to do so people throw shows everyone goes to them like i don't know i want i want to say it's kind of like the punk scene like early Mm, 2000s punk scene just brought back everyone's going to shows because there's nothing to do yeah, uh, probably a lot of space down there to do it. Most is, is there a lot of shows happening in in Vermont, in St. Albans and Burlington that maybe I don't know about? Um, there's like, 
there's been like the Love Kelly shows for like hip hop. Um, I'm actually, this is some promo time for me. I'm doing a show August 12th at Swan Dojo. Me and a couple other Burlington acts like Real Ricky, um, Con Mac, Blue Pack, Pleasant Boys. Uh, and then <clears throat> I believe there's something happening at Arts Riot or that just happened at Arts Riot with 99 Neighbors. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I heard about that one actually. There was quite a few people playing yeah. that evening, right? Uh, I'm not sure I wasn't there, but I knew that they were there for sure. Yeah, I've, uh, I've got a friend I've performed a little bit That's awesome. at that show. Uh, Swan Dojo on August 12th. That, I don't know if you've been there before. That place is uh, great vibes, great atmosphere, n- no air conditioning, <laughs> <laughs> no free-flowing air. I just, just you got to be oh boy. prepared for that. You're going to sweat a lot, drink a lot of water. All right. Um, is that is your is the, the gig at Swan Dojo going to be the first gig in front of an audience? Uh, so I did, like, me, me and some friends put together a show down at the St. Albans Bay. There was, like, 40 people there maybe, but it helped me get comfortable. For yeah, sure. I mean, 40 people is still 40 people. I've yeah. definitely been at gigs with fewer people than that. Mm-hmm. Like Bob and I both have been at gigs with fewer people than that. Um, so how did that first gig go? How did that feel for you, that kind of first time on a mic with an audience? It was really scary. Yeah, but um, after, by like the time I was like halfway through the first song, my adrenaline was just going. It was really fun. Yeah, easy to click into it. I'm sure that build up beforehand was massive. And Dude, then... I was freaking out for like a month. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> oh, that's how you know you want it, though. I mean, yeah. that that that's that's the feeling that you know you're alive. You know, mm-hmm. to feel that. Uh, and it's great that you had that experience and you want to go do it again. So yeah. that's fantastic. Are the people you're playing with at Swan Dojo, are they people that played that first gig, or are these a new set of uh, people who are? Uh, it's a new set of people. All right. And do, and did you meet the are these kind of people that you've collaborated online before? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met them all through like Instagram or like Twitter, all that stuff. Okay, awesome. And and is does the community? I mean, I I know of the music community in Vermont is quite welcoming. A lot of people help each other out. There's people that play multiple bands. Mm-hmm. Is that the same in the hip hop community here? Are you kind of all like oh, telling for sure. each other where the next show is and can you please collaborate on this? And what do you think about this kind of track and whatnot? For sure. There's definitely the people who like with every scene, they're going to gatekeep what they like. But for the most part, everyone's really, really chill about like, oh, do you want to come perform here? You can come do this. Or this is, you can use this space. Or like, they're, they're usually pretty cool about it. And obviously you're 16. So uh, I, I would think that's fairly young. But is that the case in the hip hop scene here? Is, it, is there quite a lot of people your age? Yeah. or is it A lot of young creatives. Uh, that's that must make it feel very fresh, like a lot of different and new ideas. Is there some old heads as well? Uh, there's like, I wouldn't even really say old heads, but like, there's like people who have been around like a lot longer than us. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, are they helpful or do you kind of feel like they kind of almost holding you back a little bit and not maybe going for some stuff that you feel is quite innovative and, and new? Um, I feel like, I feel like a good chunk of them are really, really useful, but then there's like the people who are like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just there. Yeah, I mean, I guess once you've been around the block a few times that, you know, all the newcomers might not be as interesting anymore and you've yeah. got to wait a little bit of time to see who's going to make it and who's not. Um, well, I would like to hear another song. So all right. what have you got for us? Uh, I believe this one's called Night Racer. Yeah. 
Baby, I'm an Irish heartbreaker ready to attack In a foreign on the highway, we ain't looking back Keep a baddie by my side, chances are she's in my lap And I'm from the dark side, baby, you know where I'm at Nightraiser, heartbreaker, ready to attack And a foreign on the highway, we ain't looking back Keep a baddie by my side, chances are she's in my lap And I'm from the dark side, baby, you know where I'm at Baby, you know where I'm at, think I'm worth a couple racks Come and kick it with me, shoddy. I think you need to relax You can find me in the back, fill my cup, I'm smoking thrax Posted with a demon, shoddy. you got tattoos on her back They say they think I'm up next, I don't care, I'm not impressed I'm a sad boy, baby, I just wanna get my check If I... On the low, then I'll let everybody know That's a risk that I'm taking, I don't need another hoe You on the low, then I'll let everybody know If I love you on the low, then I'll let everybody know If I love you on the low, then I'll let everybody know That's a risk that I'm taking, I don't need another Nine raise a heartbreaker, ready to attack In a foreign on the highway, we ain't looking back Keep a baddie by my side, chances are she's in my lap And I'm from the dark side, baby, you know where I'm at Alright, Night Racer there by Sad Bull Julius So, um, I did notice you had a short break in making music in 2019 uh, And then... Came back in 2020, pandemic hit, you're like, music, yeah. I, I want to put it out there. A lot of people spend a lot of that time inside, obviously, isolated. How did that help with your over creativity uh, and your output? Um, the pandemic was actually not that fun for me. I was like super, super depressed the whole time because I couldn't go do anything. It definitely helped me like songwriting wise, but recording situationally it was not like I didn't have the, the means to do it. So I just spent all of quarantine just like writing music. I have like over 150 songs I wrote during quarantine. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and how many of them have you kind of like used since then? Post quarantine? Uh, like four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, uh, at least you've managed to get four songs from me. I'm sure you learned quite a lot as well just through the process. Oh, like, yeah. You can't write 150 songs without learning a few things about songwriting. For sure. For sure. Um, and uh, is it... When you say, you know, you didn't have the means to do it, is that because you just didn't have the equipment at your home at that point? Yeah, my setup was like, I was missing like a good third of it. I didn't have a microphone. My Fruity Loops was like all out of whack. It just wasn't a good time. Got it. And uh, have you been kind of scrimping and saving in order to get all that equipment together? How, how have you managed that? I mean, you're, you're 16, so I can't imagine uh, I worked jobs out there for that. I worked at Subway for a little bit. That definitely helped bring in the money. Uh, my dad was super supportive. He helped me buy a lot of equipment. Uh, my mom as well. Just like the family being super supportive was one of the main ways I got my stuff. That's excellent. So you, you, your family's definitely backing you. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, that's that's more than a lot of people have. So that's that's really great. Yeah, for sure. And um, is it the case you kind of like pouring over Amazon listings for the the right microphone and the right loop machine and etc. Have huh? you got in mind what you want before you buy it, or are you kind of like? I knew I knew like what brands I wanted, but like the specific like headphones I didn't own like the. The microphone i didn't know i just got like the the cheapest ones that right. were still nice i mean that's what you do when you're first starting out the amount of equipment i've chopped and changed and replaced over the years because i started out with literally whatever i could afford initially right. um has um has getting everything together now really once you kind of got that lasting in place was it like boom 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 i'm getting songs out uh, every other day at that point not at first it took me like a good probably like month 
to get back in the swing of recording, but once once I was like in it, I was like song after song after song after song. Yeah, and obviously a great way to learn your equipment and its limitations and most F. and how and how that works as well. Uh, so prior to getting all that equipment, was it just a case of just writing the songs down and practicing, knowing at some point you're gonna have that right equipment to gonna get everything going? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like just a, like repeating it over the beat, working on the flow, like just even in my head with no nothing. Yeah. It sounds like you've been really dedicated to this. This is it, it, how much of your you know day to day or week to week does this take up? I probably spend like six hours a day locked in my room doing this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's some real focus, especially. Uh, I don't mean to do disparaging about your age, but for a sixteen-year-old, that's a lot of focus. I yeah. was all over the place. Yeah. Um, does that is that even in you know, summer and whatnot? You're kind of like yeah, staying inside. But I mean, obviously during winter, it's not oh, it's fun during winter have because. It's, cold as hell outside mm-hmm. um i mean probably not as much during summer but I, I get out a little bit but i still like to to just like keep creating yeah uh do you play this music have you introduced this music to to people at school oh yeah yeah yes yeah. is, is is this something that other other students kind of also do or is this kind of a bit more unique to you in terms of your your you know your high school uh, i mean there's like a couple people who do it but like a lot of people like mainly know me for that that's like, the, oh, that's the kid that makes music. Oh, nice. Yeah. Does that feel good? Is everyone, anyone kind of like... Sometimes, I mean, th- no one really accepted it at first, but once they realized, like, I wasn't stopping, they were like, oh, okay, I can get behind this. Right. It wasn't just kind of a flash in the pan. It wasn't just kind of a phase. It was something you're really yeah. dedicated and interested in. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And you, you did mention you've, you've, you've tried out some of the genres as well. What was it like kind of going into going going down those pathways and and why did you kind of turn back and and return to hip-hop so i producing is like so hard like Mm. it's just so much more than recording your voice over so i like made like one crappy little dubstep song and i was like i can't do that no matter how hard i try i will never be able to do that (laughs) right right there's a lot to it you know as you said i mean i'm sure uh creating um all hip-hop same deal mm-hmm. but you've been doing it for so, so yeah many it's like it's like a game now. to me now right um if you is there any kind of other genres that you are interested in and, and maybe not got the time or the right equipment or the energy right now for it but you kind of like at some point i want to spend you know a few months trying to figure this one out i definitely want to do like a pop rock album i feel like that would be super cool like some blink stuff i really like that old 2000 sound and I feel like once I get either in the, the right place to do it or have the right stuff to do it, I feel like that would be something that people could see for me. Yeah, I mean, definitely a couple of bands kick around this area as well that mm-hmm. are starting to get that. Um, also, you just killed me a little bit by saying all 2000 sounds. That was literally... <laughs> I'm sorry. Literally the music <laughs> I was listening to when I was your age. I love um, that stuff. <laughs> it, 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 I love, love me some Blink. Oh, yeah. Great old school Blink, some 41. Um, uh, yeah, so... Um, What's next for you then? So you've you've got this you've got this uh, big project coming out in January. I'm assuming you're probably going to have a few singles and whatnot coming out in between then and yeah. now. A few gigs, but yeah, what's your kind of uh, what's your long term vision? Long term, um, honestly, I want to be stable. You know, I don't I don't have to be a big famous human being, but I want to I want to be able to make money from this and not have to work a normal job, and at least get out of Vermont with it. I feel like that would be cool. Even noth- even if it doesn't go as far as I want it to, it, I'll have the story. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you'll still end up seeing and being in other places and having new experiences, and who knows where that ends up leading you. Exactly. It can take you in many different directions, this kind of thing. Um, So uh, is that the plan, like, as soon as you hit 18, out the door, or is it... Uh, I want to save up money for, like, a year or two, and then I'm gone. Okay. 
And when do you graduate? You graduate high school next year, twenty twenty three. Okay, um, with uh, an eye on kind of like just uh, nose to the grindstone, going to work whatever job, and just try and yeah, get pretty much together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, more power to you, man. That's uh, it's it's definitely this part. I'm assuming it's pretty hard, mm-hmm. but you know, once that kind of adventure, once you get your bindle together and uh, get on that train, it all starts getting very exciting and very interesting. But Most it's putting in the hard work now. Mm-hmm. Um, do any of your songs kind of reflect that that urge to kind of get out and and go to these new places? Um, I might have like an unreleased song, but off the top of my head, I don't think that I have any released right now. Are you mostly just re- singing at the moment about your own personal experience around St. Albans then? Uh, yeah, just like with life, St. Albans, everything. Yeah. Um, well, we would love to... Uh, you got, I believe, one last song yeah. for us. So we would love to hear that to uh, to see us out with. All right, sweet. This is Come Down. Oh, this is Come Down, sorry. <laughs> Baby, come and find out Double cup, mix it with the Sprite now Too high, baby, I don't wanna calm down Rolling off a bean, got me high now I think I might go around and die now You want all of my love, but I forgot how Got me so fed up, I can't calm down Cocaine love, mix it with the cake mix Then at the crib, need a facelift You know I'm one of a kind, you can't replace this Baby, calling my line and never say sh- Cocaine love, mix it with the cake mix Bad at the crib, need a facelift You know I'm one of a kind, you can't replace this Up, can't get her on my mind now What's love, baby, come and find out Double cup, mix it with the Sprite now Too high, baby, I don't wanna calm down Up, can't get her on my mind now What's love, baby, come and find out Double cup, mix it with the Sprite now Too high, baby, I don't wanna calm down yeah. Alright, sad boy Julius playing us out with Come Down there um, before you leave, um, let us know once again uh, where you're playing next and also how people can listen to you. Um, uh, August 12th, Swan Dojo. Me, Real Ricky, it's actually the Wave Cave show. Um, and then sadboy.julius on anything, sadboyjulius, all platforms. I have a music video dropping on Friday. You can check that out on YouTube, sadboyjulius. Nice. Uh, looking forward to seeing that. And uh, love to hear your project when you uh, when you get that released in January. Thank you. Thank you. Best of luck to that. And it sounds like you're putting a lot of work and a lot of effort. And I'm sure it's going to end up being something pretty great. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no worries. Um, all right. Well, check us out next week. Uh, we're going to have Loud Moon in the studio. Uh, but for night, this is BNWOMLP operating out Burlington, Vermont. 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor. And good night. I appreciate it, man. That was great.